It's uh, it's a big deal. There's no doubt. I've been to Mardi Gras twice. Um, both times I came back feeling like I had a combination of a concussion and mono. Mm. Uh, but that's a separate story for a different time. Happy Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Greg Matzik. Hey everybody, morning, Greg Matzik, Adam Roberts with you today. Greg Hill producing the program. We've got Debbie handling the roads, of course, streaming the program. Check out our YouTube page, YouTube channel. Check us out at WTMJ.com. Listen live, watch the show live. And before you get too far into your day, time to break out the beads and get that last bite of king cake in. Yeah, happy Fat Tuesday. Uh, Same to you. Did you know that Mardi Gras actually is French for Fat Tuesday? I did, actually. Okay, some people don't know that. Uh, It's also called Carnival Tuesday or Pancake Tuesday. Hey! As a nod to our producer, Greg Hill. It depends where you celebrate and where your celebration takes place. But no matter the name, it's a day of revelry, parades, parties, gastronomic indulgence, (laughs) all that kind of stuff before Ash Wednesday and the beginning of the Lenten season. You brought your own poochki today. I did. Two. I brought one for myself and one for my best friend, also myself. Okay, very good. Now, you must not not know how things work here at the station, Adam, because we have people... I, strategically placed around the city to yes. try and bring Puchki back. That there will be more Puchki coming out of your ears today. Is there? There's no such thing as too much. Uh, well, no, I think there is. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely indulge. New Orleans, Venice, and Rio. That's where you want to be if uh, parades are your thing. It's uh, it's a big deal. There's no doubt. I've been to Mardi Gras twice. Um, both times I came back feeling like I had a combination of a concussion and mono. Mm. Uh, but that's a separate story for a different time. Happy to you as well. Julian Johnson will check in with him about 621. Greg Hill details the night that was and the day to come in sports. It's 613. Time for a WTMJ sports update. Here's Greg Hill. Well, where there's a Greek god, there's thunder. Pat Connaughton's into the front court, feeds the trailing. Giannis with a big swooping sledgehammer dunk. Giannis came flying down the lane and stuffs it home as the Bucks go ahead by seven on a little more thunder from the Greek Freak. Dave Kane on the call on WTMJ. Just two of Giannis's 36 points paired with 18 rebounds. Giannis and the Bucks take down the reigning champion Denver Nuggets at Pfizer Forum 112 to 95 the final. The Bucks led for as much as 25 in the fourth quarter at one point. Also, for the first time, the Bucks held their opponent under 100 points in back-to-back games since November of 2021. And for the first First time under Doc Rivers, the Bucks look consistently dominant. At least for two games in a row, head coach's post game citing one Don Shula. But he always talked about the fastest player is the one that doesn't have to think. Uh, and the more we can get our guys to know exactly what we're doing, they can play at full speed. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do: simplify. Uh, so we can play with fire. Yeah, football season's really never truly over. A back-to-back game for the Bucks tonight as they invite the Miami Heat to town. Our coverage starts right here on WTMJ at 6, tip-off set for 7. Meanwhile, number 4-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles men's team back in action looking for one more of this tonight. He'll try a logo 3. Good! Why not? Why not? Good! Uh, that he being Tyler Kolick, Homer and Tony Smith on the call when Marquette beat St. John's over the weekend. Now a conference matchup against the Bulldogs tonight in Butler. You can catch that game over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Tip-off set for 5 
30 more. We'll talk more Marquette hoops with Lori Nickel coming up at 6.50 this morning. And talk about a Fat Tuesday in addition to the Bucks and Marquette playing tonight. The Admirals in action going against the Wolves in Chicago looking for their 15th win in a row. The Admirals still have yet to lose in 2024. Let's go, baby. There we go. Yeah, going for 15 straight. Meanwhile, win number 1,100 for Doc Rivers. That's pretty impressive in his coaching career. Uh, the last time Marquette lost a game, it was actually to Butler. It was a game against Butler, 69-62. They have won seven straight. They are up to number four in the nation. This is about the time you want to be starting to play your best basketball going into March. No doubt about that. We'll check in with Greg again coming up about 6.45. We check in with Julian Johnson. Uh, we've given him the tough assignment today. We sent him out to a bakery. Happy Fat Tuesday, everyone. It's 6.18 on WTMJ. It's the radio version of putting a TV reporter up by the salt pile. It's Fat Tuesday. Woo! Time for Putschke's and everything indulgent. And we've sent Julian Johnson out to National Bakery here to celebrate National Putschke Day, Fat Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Julian, have you ever had a Putschke before? Uh, no, I have not. I'm not. You know, I just really got into donuts within the last few years. I know that's crazy, but, you know, that. I'm actually looking forward to maybe trying it this time, though. Okay, well, it's a staple in radio. You have to be able to digest donuts. All right, so talk to me about the scene. You're at National Bakery. Uh, I think their doors open at, like, 5 this morning. There were people outside waiting to get in. What's going on over there? Yeah, so the doors open at 6. I, I talked to one person. Uh, she's 100% Polish, as she said, and this is something they've been doing for years and years, and it's really a big thing, a part of their tradition, especially before uh, the Lent season and the different uh, fastings that, that go on. I mean, I talked to the restaurant, uh, one of the restaurant co-owners, uh, Jeff Callen. He said over 40K, um, 40,000 uh, donuts were made, uh, Pushki's donuts were made uh, just Monday and today. Uh, so, you know, some of the people's favorites are like raspberry and prune and uh, raisin. And this, those are just some of the few ones. So, Julian, I was on this beat last year. They sent me out to Greebies for the morning show. You're at National Today. And so one of the things I remember asking everyone when I was there was, okay, Why? Because at the end of the day, a punchki is a jelly-filled or some sort of a filled donut, which you can get most days of the year. But everyone goes out, they're lining up today specifically. So what are people telling you is the big why for them? Uh, again, it's, it's just, it's a part of a tradition. Uh, even uh, Mayor uh, Cavalier Johnson was actually here. I actually just spoke to him as well. And he was like, this is something that people only do in Milwaukee. He said, this is something he continues to do, especially ever since he became mayor. And we'll do even if he's not the mayor of Milwaukee. Uh, it, it's really, um, it's really uh, specific to here. And people just love the whole tradition and the whole um, just they just love being here. They they really do enjoy it. Julian, you, you kind of buried the lead there. Did you say the mayor is out there at yeah. National Bakery? Did, yeah. did you have a <laughs> Did you have a putski with him? Did he was he eating one? Uh, I he he's buying them. He said he's going to buy a dozen for his family of five. You know, some for the office and things as well. <laughs> so, what flavors so he, are we talking? Did he say food. what kind of flavors he's getting? Raspberry. Everybody loves the raspberry. Oh, I'm telling you, everybody loves this raspberry. I support the raspberry thing. Mm-hmm. You can do the cream thing. You can do the prune thing. Good traditional luck with that. is prune, I heard. Uh, traditional yeah. is yeah. prune, Deb. You're right. The raspberry does it for me. So, Julian, here's what you're going to have to do now. Uh, after celebrating with the mayor, Fat Tuesday here, uh, you see if the nice folks at, at National can give you a little sample, right? And, and if you have extra, just you know, bring them back to the station here, and we'll, we'll kind of walk you through the process of eating a putski, how you figure out what the flavor is on the inside. It's not easy. 
No, I actually, I, I have one. I have a box right here. Don't worry. I'm not going to leave my guys hanging. Yeah, there we yeah, go. I got, I got a box. I got a box. You see? You know, I, I got you guys, all right? I'll never leave you hanging. My yeah. man, let's go. He is a true radio professional. You're learning. Well done, Julian. Julian Johnson at National Bakery. Happy Fat Tuesday. Thanks, Julian. We'll see you soon. No problem. See you. Well, you casually worked in. Yeah, the mayor was just oh, here. Yeah, like, well, wait you know. a minute. Hang on a second now. <laughs> what does the mayor eat? What kind of putski does he get? I, I kind of like the cream filling one a little bit. I, I can do like a half, but a half is really delicious. So I brought in Nutella and then raspberry because I think I agree with Julian. The raspberry, it's hard to beat. I know prunes the traditional, but if you can get raspberry, strawberry too. I may have to there. try them all just so that I can make my decision. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, so what ends up happening is that you get all the putskis delivered here, and then you see like quarters taken out of it and like halves. Like it's it, you rarely have the full. People just kind of cut and nibble a little bit. But see, hey, to the, each their own. The trouble then begins once. So today's Tuesday, but then once you start getting to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and those quarters of putski are still just sitting there in the box, and then you got. The fruit flies start no, to no. inhabit. Today's your day. Today's the last day to do it. Indulge. Enjoy. It's Fat Tuesday, everyone. 625 on WTMJ. Back-to-back wins for the Bucks. Back-to-back opportunities to hold a team under 100 points. And Marquette goes for eight in a row. Greg Hill details in sports at 645. Nine years since The Daily Show's probably most popular host, it's safe to say. John Stewart was in the big show. He was back Monday night, Greg, and did not take him very long to criticize both former President Trump and President Biden. They are the oldest people ever to run for president, breaking by only four years the record that they set. (laughs) I think we've got a new name for our election coverage. (laughs) Indecision 2024 Antiques Roadshow. All right. Quite witty, indeed. Back, indeed, in the chair. It's yes. been a minute. It has nine years. Did not feel like it was just nine years. It felt a lot longer. I know Trevor Noah was in that seat for so long. Did admirably, and now the show has just been basically a revolving door of who's in this week. Oh, oh, John's in this week? All right, cool. Yeah, get him in there. Coming up next, we'll go live to Jerusalem. ABC's Jordana Miller is on the ground with an update on the conditions of the two hostages that were freed About a day ago, an incredible story. We'll check in with Jordana coming up in just a moment. Hoping to check in with ABC's Jordana Miller. She is on the ground in Jerusalem, has been for several months. Incredible story yesterday. Two Israeli-Argentinian men taken captive by Hamas on October 7th were rescued. 128 days in captivity. A 60-year-old man, Fernando Simon Marmon, and a 70-year-old man named Louis Har. They were in captivity for 128 days. Both are said to be in relatively good condition and have since been reunited with their families. But the way they were rescued is just incredible. The operation began at 1.49 a.m. local time when Israeli special forces entered the building where the hostages were held. The two were found on the second floor. They were in the hands of Hamas terrorists. Hamas militants were also stationed in adjacent buildings. I mean, this was a true saving effort. Moments after they were freed and rescued, the airstrikes began and the ground strikes began. And it turned into a bloody scene as really this entire war has been. Uh, But two of the still 120 plus hostages uh, that remain were rescued yesterday. You think about how meticulous the sort of operation has to be. Tension so high. And you talk about when the special forces entered the building, they were in the hands of the terrorists. So when you have that encounter, just knowing that any slight miscalculation could result in just tragedy. So the fact they were able to get them out there 
in and of itself is a miracle. Yeah, I, you know, and I always wonder, you know, these were not United States hostages that were released. I always wonder what the level of communication is. Uh, typically, you keep things pretty under wraps if you're going to you know, conduct something like this. But U.S. officials are trying to gather a little bit more information. Meanwhile, tensions are starting to grow here between President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, it just intensified the last few days as Israel said it's preparing to go into Rafah, and the U.S. is concerned about that. So it's still a lot of work to be done here. It's still over 100 hostages in captivity, but two rescued yesterday in uh, just kind of an incredible rescue, just you ripped out of the hands of Hamas uh, in a perhaps life-saving event. 6.44 on WTMJ. Greg Hill details the night that was in sports. Coming up next. Time for WTMJ Sports Update. Here's Greg Hill. Yeah, fat Tuesday. How about a fat dunk? Pat Connaughton's into the front court. Feeds the trailing. Giannis with a big swooping sledgehammer dunk. Giannis came flying down the lane and stuffs it home as the Bucks go ahead by seven on a little more thunder from the Greek free. Yeah, Dave Kane on the call on WTMJ. Two of Giannis's 36 points paired with 18 rebounds. It's Giannis and the Bucks taking down the reigning champion Denver Nuggets at Pfizer Forum last night, 112 to 95, the final. Bucks led for as much as 25 in the fourth quarter at one point. Also, for the first time, the Bucks hold their opponent under 100 points in back to back games since November of 20. 2021 was when that happened. And for the first time under Doc Rivers, the Bucks look consistently dominant. Sure helps being at home for at least two games in a row. Coach postgame quoting one Don Shula. But he always talked about the fastest player is the one that doesn't have to think. Uh, and the more we can get our guys to know exactly what we're doing, they can play at full speed. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do. Simplify uh, so we can play with fire. Yeah, let's ride the momentum, shall we? The Bucks in a back-to-back game tonight as they invite the Miami Heat to town. Our coverage starts right here on WTMJ at 6. Tip-off set for 7. Meanwhile, number 4-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles on Saturday. He'll try a logo 3. Good! Why not? Why not? Good! It can't get better, and it just did. Yeah, it's Tyler Kolick. Homer and Tony Smith on the call. Marquette beating St. John's over the weekend. Now a conference matchup next for the Golden Eagles. They take on the Butler Bulldogs in Butler tonight. You can catch that game over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Tip-off set for 5.30. More Marquette hoops talk on deck as Lori Nickel joins us in about two minutes. And talk about a fat Tuesday. In addition to the Bucks and Marquette, the Admirals also playing tonight. They are hosting the Wolves at Panther Arena looking for their 15th, count him 15 in a row. The Admirals still have yet to lose in the year of 2024. So now the Bucks can play defense? Guess so. Just like that, huh? Lit a fire also helps not having to travel through two or three time zones on the West Coast where you're tipping off at 8, 9 sometimes local time. So uh, yeah, a little home cooking. Sure, the recipe that they needed to fix things. When Doc Rivers took over, I thought he said something very interesting. He was looking at the schedule and he noted that it was off to Denver and Dallas and Utah. It's kind of a crazy road trip. But then he also noted, keep in mind, this is like, you know, two, two and a half weeks ago. He said, we have four practice dates the rest of the season. That, that's it. That's I think there's shoot arounds and things like that, but like real practice days, like that's pretty crazy. This is not an easy situation, but things have started to change here recently, especially on defense. Bucks take on the Heat tonight, then one more game until the All Star break. 648 on WTMJ. Back to back wins for the Bucks. Seven in a row for Marquette, looking to make it eight tonight. 
Lori Nakel of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel covers all things sports and beyond. She joins us here in Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Happy Fat Tuesday, Lori. Or for me, just normal Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Were were you in line at National Bakery at 5 a.m. to get a putski? Why didn't you send me? I totally would have talked to the mayor and, yeah, gotten all the, yeah, yeah, that was a great report. No, I was not there, but I'll go there now. It it is kind of like a networking event for local media, right? Every station's there, (laughs) radio, TV, it doesn't matter. I've had questions for the mayor about sports for a long time now, so I guess I better get down there. Yeah, there you go. Just hanging out at a bakery. You'll you'll run into him right. on Unfad Tuesday. Hey, let's first talk about the Milwaukee Bucks because it's been an interesting week here, right? They make a trade. They come off that road trip where things aren't looking right. Now they have back-to-back wins. They've got a little bit of fusion of different talent. The, the, the funniest thing to me that I've seen in the last week with the Bucks is on the day Robin Lopez was traded, right? You figure, well, he's gone from the team, right? Never to be seen again in Milwaukee. Well, no, the, the, the day after he's traded, he's actually sitting courtside reading a book before a game and eating popcorn. It's like it's just classic Robin Lopez. You, you cover the Bucks. You're around the Lopez's. This seems very on brand. Totally. He's like that in the locker room all the time. You know, after a game, people will be celebrating or singing the music or stretching or playing with their kids. And Robin's in the corner, you know, just totally reading a book, totally unaffected. I don't know why he did it courtside. Um, I hope to ask Brooke uh, about that. I'm going to actually do a story. The Lopez family is actually, they're all voracious readers, honestly. Like, they even have this whole literacy program um, and reading programs with the city of Milwaukee and stuff like that. So, But I don't know why he had to do it in the second row at the game. Like, he did it the whole game. I checked all the time. He never looked up. He never cheered for his brother. Nothing. Just reading nonstop. Yeah, very much on brand. I, if he would have brought his cat, that would, I guess, tip, tipped it over the top. But his cat doesn't get along with Brooke Lopez's cat. That's a different story for another time. Marquette going for eight in a row tonight, taking on Butler. That's the last game the Butler Bulldogs won against Marquette about uh, three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. This has been a very interesting season for Shaka Smart's team, but he requires his players to be rather intelligent on and off the floor, doesn't he? He does. You know, it's not as simple as Shaka Smart telling his team, okay, be aggressive, go get steals. No, there's a analytics part of his game, and that is you have to get 32 deflections as a team per game, which is pretty much a deflection like every other possession in college basketball. That's pretty intense, but it changes the focus from a results-based type statistic into a performance-based initiating what kind of defense you want to play. And um, the, the Golden Eagles are achieving this. You know, they're a really, really top defensive team. And if you watch them and just watch how they play on defense, they gamble a little bit, they take calculated risks, they jump pass routes, and um, they cause a lot of deflections. And because of that, they are, I think, top 30, maybe top 25 in steals in the country. And they'll be taking on the Butler Bulldogs tonight. You can hear that game, of course, on 94.5 ESPN with coverage beginning at 5 o'clock. Lori, always good to check in. We'll talk to you again soon. It's great to see you. You as well. 6.55 on WTMJ.